3: Actually, lifts and stretches your skin, which accelerates your body's natural ability to heal itself. Get your blood flowing and your energy going today. Just pull on a ghost sleeve and experience what top performing athletes use to deal with pain and recover from injuries. Visit ghostsleeves.com and use discount code Bruno for 20% off. Ghostsleeves.com, discount code Bruno. That's G O Sleeves.com and enter discount code Bruno. Ghostsleeves.com, discount code Bruno.
2: Hey, this is
0: Patrick Maher. On the latest edition of Sports from the Sidelines, I caught up with the bad boy Detroit Pistons. Here's what John Sally had to say about his teammate, Isaiah Thomas.
4: I played with MJ, Kobe, played against the greatest. I tell people all the time, the greatest player I've ever played with was Isaiah. Michael is the man. He took on so much, but Isaiah 6'1", dude, and will take over a game.
0: Catch sports from the sidelines on the Bad Boy Pistons anytime and anywhere you go on the SiriusXM app.
3: Thanks, coronavirus, for shutting down our gyms. That's okay. My new gym is my home gym. And to make sure that aches and pains don't keep me down, I use go sleeves to recover from injuries go sleeves are the only compression sleeves with built-in kinesiology tape the same tape used by physical therapists doctors and trainers to help you recover from injuries just pull on a go sleeve and speed up your recovery without a doctor ibuprofen or ice visit go and use discount code radio for 20 percent off go discount code radio
2: There are those who stand forever ready. Ready to defend the nation. Ready to fight for what matters, no matter what. GoArmy.com slash Warriors. The Tony Bruno he Show. Tony Bruno
4: and Harry Mays on Sirius XM Channel 211. I might be the only sports host who was hired during the no sports lockdown, which clearly means I'm an essential service. Join me Monday through Friday where we help you escape the monotony and bring a little levity and entertainment into your lives. Great interviews, lots of laughs. We will bring you everything you need and want to know. Catch new episodes of The Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays.
0: Weekday afternoon, starting at 3 Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio Channel 211 and the SiriusXM app.
4: Telemedicine is necessary today. And if you're underinsured, undocumented, or without health insurance, here's your opportunity to learn how you can secure access for you and your entire family. Go right now to ondoc.com.
0: That's on-doc.com. Get 24-hour access to
4: OnDoc Healthcare Services for just $30 a month. Go right now to ondoc.com. That's on-doc.com. This program is not insurance coverage and not intended to replace insurance.
3: We'd all like to get out of our homes a bit
4: A part of my new show weekday starting at 3 p.m. Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio, Sirius XM Channel 211, and on the Sirius XM app. And you know how we hate legalese because you can't understand lawyers? Right. Except our lawyer, Dan Lust, Esquire. When we need things broken down, he breaks them down for us at levels that are humanly possible to understand. Yeah, he's the official uh, legal counsel of the show, exactly right? Exactly right. We don't do any slip and fall. If you have uh, mesothelioma and you work with asbestos in the Philadelphia school system, we can't help you. Right. If you want to know about sports law and what's going to happen, we turn to this man, Dan Lust, who's been tweeting up a storm all weekend while you were out getting drunk and playing golf. This man was looking (laughs) at the legal ramifications of the return to sports normalcy. Dan, thank you for your service, man.
1: Tony, this intro gets better every single time. Uh, so thank you for that. Number one, it gets longer uh, too. You know, <laughs> I, listen, I'll take it. I mean, it's it's fine. I'm not charging you guys by the hour, so you can, exactly. you can go on and on. If I, totally the longer, fine.
4: the more I suck up to him, the less he doesn't charge us for his services. <laughs>
1: Uh, You know what? I'll give you a reduction on the zero dollars I'm charging you right
4: now. (laughs) All right, Dan, you heard the hockey news. And then people are automatically, because we don't have all the details, and certainly there's going to be procedures. And then the testing we were talking about with Charles Barkley earlier, which took 10 days to get results, they have certainly improved them to the point where you can get quicker results, obviously know very soon whether a player tests positive or not.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's, that's part of the nature of the beast. And I, and I will say, Tony, on, when it comes to hockey, there's a lot that we still have to figure out. You know, uh, I guess, you know, in, in some sense, all of these negotiations require lawyers in some sense. Um, so I, I think just as a kind of an issue spotting note on, on hockey before we get so excited, there's still a lot we have to see. I mean, hockey, and if you're a basketball fan as well, relies on the, uh, you know, the NHL draft lottery for the first overall pick. Now, if you then take, you know, Tony, an expanded playoffs field, what happens to the draft lottery, right? I mean, normally you take all non-playoff teams and you have a little neat system, you know, however many lottery balls are allocated. But in hockey, we've seen an 8-seed go all the way and win the Stanley Cup Finals. Would it be fair for, a, you know, a 12-seed or a 13-seed to also have a shot at the draft lottery? That, these are the types of, you know, gameplay conversations that, you know, attorneys from the Players Association, from the league, they have to figure out. So, you know, we, we definitely have more details coming down. Um, And and then, Tony, you know, when it comes to the actual play and we're worried about COVID, um, we've seen in the hockey landscape, you know, the Ottawa Senators had an outbreak as well as the Colorado Avalanche. But we're still, you know, trying to figure out what this looks like in sports. Do you drop out just those particular players? Do you drop out the whole team? Um, You know, we, we still are kind of figuring that out. And at the end of the day, there's a liability issue too because if you don't drop out the entire team from a, you know, even if it's the playoffs, right, if you let that team play and they were skating around the infected player, what happens then? Could you infect the other team, and then there's just an outbreak in the NHL? So these safety issues are still the part that needs to be worked out. So even though the playoff structure has been approved, you haven't seen anything in hockey with respect to the actual health and safety protocol, and, and that's really not an easy obstacle at the end of the day.
0: Do you foresee players and coaches and you know, anybody that would be on hand for these games in whichever league it is having to sign uh, you know, waivers?
1: I mean, I, I think that's still the, the debate. So everyone, we can get really happy that hockey looks like it's coming back, but that's still the debate. I mean, I know I was on with you guys a couple weeks back talking about the UFC waivers that these fighters mm-hmm. signed. Um, the UFC got it done because there is no UFC union. It's just Dana White, and whatever Dana White says kind of goes. So the fighters cannot fight, you know, if they didn't want to sign a waiver, but then they're not getting paid. It's a completely different animal when it comes to the four major sports and, and the MLS with their own union. So I, I'm not sure if I'm the head of the union if I want my players to sign a waiver so quick. And I, I know there's been reports of doctors coming out and asking these players associations to try to get long-term health care for their players if they're going to be playing under this risk. So could I see a waiver proposed by the NHL, by Major League Baseball, by you know the NBA? Sure. But there's a you know in a, a, a battle that's going to be fought with these players' associations because they're not going to want to sign away their rights.
4: Talking with Dan last now, the thing you mentioned about the, the baseball, which is obviously lagging behind all the other sports, their advantage is they will only have the number of players who are on the starting starting positions. In the club, in the dugout, dugout, and the rest of the players would be in the stands. And so if one player does test positive, then they can quarantine that one player for 14 days and then test the rest of the players and continue to play. With basketball, with only a 13-man roster, you know, you lose a player or two, you're in trouble. And so I think that when you look at the teams with the smaller rosters, like basketball in particular, hockey has 20, maybe they increase the roster sizes and have the players sitting in the stands uh, come in. So that, that's the biggest problem I see happening.
1: So I know you guys are on the gambling beat of this, and uh, I'll give you just kind of an interesting nugget that I saw on one of these offshore sites. There are odds currently as to which will be the first sport to officially return. Uh, you know, these offshore books have, the, uh, have hockey. Obviously, they're going to adjust it now, but hockey was plus 100 as of yesterday. Uh, the NBA was plus 140, and baseball plus 240. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's me, and I'm, I'm, I'm agreeing with you, Tony, I see a much easier path for baseball to return than I do, at least in the terms of their gameplay, hockey or, or basketball, because baseball is inherently not a contact sport. You can just watch a game, and everyone's, right. everyone's basically social distance already unless you're the batter or the umpire in that setting or you're holding a runner on the base. So we've seen, you know, Tony, and know you mentioned some of the tweets I had this past weekend, you know, Japanese baseball is coming back June 19th. The KBO is already back. The Taiwanese Baseball League is already back. We're seeing around the world that baseball can be played safely. Um, Are we seeing the same sports pop up with with respect to hockey and basketball? No, that's that's not really the case. So, you know, if anyone's just, you know, not, not that I'm advocating gambling on illegal sites, but if you're watching those odds, just keep in mind that baseball has been played across the world because of the actual inherent nature of the sport itself.
4: Yeah, that's what makes the MLB situation even more embarrassing because they will have the shortest season regardless and the other sports leagues, the NHL and the NBA, at least have played the bulk of their season and are willing to go into a playoff situation. Baseball, we've been saying this for a while, if they don't have a decision by next week when they're going to at least try to open, I think their 82-game schedule situation is pretty much dead.
1: So the, the latest, Tony, I'm not sure if you guys touched it. We had a report from um, you know Bob Nightingale. All the guys are now picking it up. But baseball's newest offer is going to basically allow uh, or at least the proposal is a sliding scale amongst uh, athletes you know, for their for reduction. So normally, uh, the original proposal was a prorated reduction across the board based off of revenue sharing. So now, baseball is going to suggest that the highest paid players take a bigger percentage cut than the you know the lower salary towards the minimum guys. So it's going to be a battle either way. I mean, I just, God forbid, I retweeted an article and I just got attacked that I was on you know baseball's side of the equation. But you 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 can see it both ways, right? I mean. Baseball, the, the Players Association is arguing, you know, that they already gr- agreed to reduction. So it's not Major League Baseball's, you know, their their ability to say, let's come back and renegotiate the deal. Um, so we're going to see this play out. I mean, I, I think, uh, I believe, Tony, the deadline for players, I think their their original March, March 26th deal had them paid up to the end of May. So after Sunday, right, kind of all, all bets are off if the money is not coming in. So, Expect to see some fireworks on the Major League Baseball Players Association league uh, landscape over the next, you know, four or five days.
0: Yeah, and it's really a bad look right now for baseball because it, it gives the appearance that you've got, you know, rich athletes. And I know not all of them are rich, but rich athletes arguing with billionaire owners It's a bad look.
1: It, um, it is, and I, I think you know the, the comments of Blake Snell a couple weeks back kind of color this because Blake Snell, you know, it's not that he didn't have a point; it just. It's just how we phrase it. He Mm -hmm. said, "You know, the the risk of COVID is through the roof, and I'm not, you know, I'm not taking any reductions to be playing with the risk through the roof." The problem when it comes to a guy like Blake Snell is, if you just look across the sports landscape, let's even talk about college. Those guys are going to get paid zero dollars for that risk. Mm -hmm. So Blake Snell is sitting unhappy with his reduction, whatever it is. What does that say for the future of college football or college basketball? So uh, there's, I know I've said it time and time again. There is going to be no perfect solution, but at the end of the day you know, these leagues have to be, under, you know, and players have to understand that there is going to be some level of risk no matter what, you know, absent some vaccine, which, you know, might might not come for a year or so, but they just have to figure out the parameters and the financial parameters uh, that they're going to be playing underneath.
4: Dan Lust, legal expert. Well, he's a lawyer. Now, Dan, did you take any time off over the long weekend, or did you just uh, bash your head against a all the legal decisions over the last hundred years to figure out what's going on so you can help all the people who want sports to come back just as much as we do?
1: Um, I f- actually fell asleep in a textbook. So, uh, you know, that's just my, <laughs> my world. I'm either on Twitter or researching for stuff to put on Twitter. At and you sports know, sports law
0: lost on it,
4: Twitter. Sports law Law, Even yeah. when you want to help people understand the legal things, people come at you on Twitter. It's why Twitter is really a, it's it's a, really cesspool, a scourge. Tony. It's a scourge on America. It's a necessary evil, unfortunately, but you're trying to help people, and they're going to come after you?
1: See, t- see Tony, you, you mentioned it. I'm basically, I try to play this role, right, of the Rosetta Stone. People get very complicated news, and I just try to break it down uh, in common sense, but it can be legal terms, but it's important for these, uh, you know, the, the fan base to be educated. Smarter fans make for smarter talk radio and, and just you know, better informed fan base. Um, you know but even if I'm reporting god forbid I report on the on the baseball's proposal right I'm not even saying they should take it I'm just saying the proposal um, my DMs explode with a uh we'll say a very angry bunch of people but I imagine if I talk about the players association response I'll get the other half of angry people so there there's no winning
0: You know what Dan though that those are not our listeners because the Tony Bruno show listeners because you've been coming on so often, they are more educated, so they're not the ones ripping you.
4: And, you know, as I said, an educated consumer is our best uh, listener. Oh, no, that's what the uh, men's warehouse guy used to say, remember? Right. An educated consumer. No, that was Cy Sim, Cy Sims. and Marcy Sims. Yeah. An educated consumer is our best customer. That's what they used to say back in the day.
1: But, but the problem is the smarter they are, the harder they hit me in these DMs. I'd rather <laughs> them just call me an idiot and then let it be.
4: Well, we leave that to people on Twitter and on our Twitch stream to do that to us. But, you know, they come at us, and we come right back at them. That's, that's how the world has changed now. You know, they can rip us, and we could rip them. But I don't, I don't go low. When they go low, we don't punch down. You're damn right, Harry. Right. You're damn right. And that's why Dan, I think, respects his program.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's why uh, I keep coming back. You guys uh, have a smart fan base. You, your followers have found me, and i uh, always appreciative everyone comes with uh, their own takes. I respect them. Just, you know, don't, don't punch low. That's exactly. the only rule.
4: Now, you also mentioned the Mike Trout, $37 million is the highest paid, and the MLB minimum is $563,000. So that's really the divide that you have to talk about because, obviously, Mike Trout wants to play. If he doesn't, though, everybody says, well, Mike Trout's good, but he's got a pregnant wife. So, I mean, he's got a family. All these people have families and things to worry about. So you also mentioned about the umpires. If you cut Joe West's salary in half, he'd still make a couple of hundred thousand dollars, right?
1: Right. I'll, I'll give you kind of both sides of the coin of it. So, you know, I guess at, a, at an initial level, uh, the, the question is if – let's just assume, again, I'm not I'm not just taking baseball's position. If you assume that player salaries need to be reduced, if you're, you know, wearing baseball's hat for a second, is it fair to across – you know, to reduce everyone's salaries we'll say, 25% across the board? Or do you want to cut someone like Mike Trout more? So – you know, you could see it both ways, right? Is Mike Trout hit harder because, in uh, this, let's say fifty percent, if he's now getting paid eighteen and a half million versus the minimum guy who's now getting paid two hundred fifty thousand? I mean, I I would argue, Mike Trout's already making more than ten million. What does it really matter if it's eighteen or thirty seven? Whereas, you know, the five hundred thousand dollar guy, he's now making two.
4: We lose him. We lost him right there. I think we lost him. I think he got. Oh, I, I hear him. I think I. Dan, you still there? Uh oh, I hear him in the background. It sounds like nice. he
0: accidentally hit the mute button or something it, like that. Did yeah. you mute, mute us, Dan? Hello. But I agree with him what he was saying that you know it doesn't hurt your pocket quite as much going exactly. from ten million to five million, yeah.
4: right, or from thirty-seven million to yeah. 18, but if, right. but well, he's back. He's but back. if you're Mike Trout, you're like yes. pe-
0: people. People want to watch me play more exactly. than they want to watch. Are you
1: okay, guys yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what happened.
4: Did you put us on mute? Did you move around? Are you on a mobile phone or are you on a landline?
1: Um, No, my uh, my retainer actually ran out, so it dropped out, but it's okay. <laughs> I'll give you guys another three
4: hours. No, I was going to say, I thought you had a timer on it and you were only going to give us like 10 minutes, and then after that, it was like a dollar a second.
1: No, no, no. Okay. So, I mean, I, I don't know where I cut off, but I, I guess the breadcrumb I'd like to, uh, I think it's important for all sports fans to pay attention to. Major League Baseball last week announced that they were going to allow players the ability to opt out of the they didn't give us the criteria it's required. it's a required health issue or someone like Mike Trout with young kids, but they're allowing players that up. So sounds great, uh, since interesting that baseball is allowing it, but you have to kind of think on a practical level, what does that mean for Major League Baseball contracts? Is your contract freeze in place, right? Or, you know, let's say you have a one-year deal, as move your movie bets on the, on the Dodgers. You become a free agent, even if you're sitting out this year. So I think these are the types of practical questions that Major League Baseball and really all sports have to worry about. Going to allow an opt out for players, which you probably should. If the guys who help he can't play, what does that mean for their contract? Do they get paid zero dollars? Do they get you know more of a reduction? Um, but but it's not going to really be easy in baseball, particularly um, because they have this service time issue. If a guy's you know you're a young guy, your second year in the league, you don't really want your contract to be frozen in place because that will just delay your free agency. But you know Tony, if you're a guy at the end of your Major League Baseball career, you're 35, 36, maybe you want to take a zero off. Payment for next year uh and and rest up so it's, it's definitely a, a tough issue i think it's probably harder for really for baseball as compared to a basketball or a football just because of the service time issue which you know we don't we don't really see that in football uh basketball because there, there is no such thing as service time right you're just a free agent accepting the contract. So.
4: up uh, dan lust uh i don't know what's going on with your phone but you, we hear you now but you from the first part of the conversation you were really loud and clear are mm-hmm. you on a are you on a cellular? Are you on a uh, Bluetooth? The, not a Bluetooth. Are you on one of those uh, remote phones, you know, the little ones where you have different phones in the room and you pick pick one up and it's not the main phone. It's just one of the satellite phones in your house, the cordless so, phones?
1: Uh, speaking of uh, baseball, behind baseball, I've uh, my, my AirPods have died on me. So uh, uh. I'm uh, I'm going old school and just holding the phone to my ear. So i got to be a little bit closer. Um, I, uh, you know, Tony, just with all these breaking news across sports, I've had a... Uh, I was on two other stations earlier so my, my AirPods have are not cooperating but you know such is the life of the sport
4: All right man, you got to get those pods were they made in China perhaps?
1: Uh, uh unclear. Unclear.
0: So Sorry. As, as far as the timing for the NHL like till we get actual games, would you think by the end of July they could actually be playing playoff games?
3: Uh
1: it's it's possible. I mean, let's. I mean, even for Major League Baseball, the offer that's now on the table, uh, that's uh, proposed, um, it, it anticipates baseball being back before July 4th weekend. Mm. So timing is up in the air. I mean, it depends on the on kind of the nature of, you know, local, state, and federal laws. But um, you know, baseball is considering a world where you're, you're back by July 4th. I imagine it's in play for hockey as well. Um, I'll, I'll just point out one kind of detail in hockey because it's on the breaking front. Hockey has agreed to play uh, in a, we'll say, a two-hub city scenario. That's, that's how they're going to do the playoffs. East mm-hmm. in one city, uh, and then the, other, and the west in the other city. Um, the, the problem is, if you just look at the list of cities that they're considering, some of them are north of the border in Toronto. And I, I know Tony and, uh, and Harry just saw my tweet this weekend. The, the federal government, United States, uh, the, the White House, has created an exemption order for foreign-born athletes to enter the United States without any uh, restrictions on that. Um, that obviously impacts hockey a lot more, with basically 75% of players being, uh, in, you know, international uh, players. The the problem is you can't really have a hub site in uh, Canada at this point because they have a different set of rules. If you cross the border right and you go into Canada, you have to go under uh, under the uh, um, it's a 14-day quarantine. Quarantine, period. yeah. So we don't – I would imagine, you know, before you can kind of figure out if you're going to use one of these hub sites for the NHL, you to see what Canada has to do. So um, – I imagine anything wants to wait this out because, you know, like we were talking about, you know, for, for baseball fans, Florida's got a ton of fields, as does Arizona, because of spring training. You know, for, for hockey, Canada is probably the better site uh, than really anywhere we would have locally just because of how popular the sport is there.
4: And, of course, the big uh, goal celebrations will they be able to hug one another when they, uh, when they, when no, they, they got to have a social distance well, remember, no, But a lot of players have face shields already. So, there won't be any spittle. I mean, if the, the full the, face shields on hockey players, the plexiglass ones. Well, if it be full shields, yeah. Yeah, they, exactly. You know, not just the one above the eyes, the ones that come down.
1: Mm. Now, I'll, I'll give you guys another question. I don't know the answer to this. Baseball is not, they're outlawing fights in baseball. I don't really know how to do that. <laughs> I especially don't know how you do that in hockey. How, how would you outlaw fights, and, but that's just pure emotion? I mean, I, I understand the logic behind trying to outlaw fights. Want to limit those, but there you know, are no there's, fights. There's, there's no uh,
0: fights in the playoffs hardly ever. And, because uh, No,
4: the, and hockey, no. There's no, pl- yeah. no, there's no pl- fights in the playoffs. Because nobody
0: wants to be shorthanded. And the
4: baseball fights are just a bunch of guys standing around anyway.
1: <laughs> I, I mean, listen, those, the rules are rules, rules. I imagine there's a number of scenarios where a player can want to fight somebody. But to outlaw it, I just, I just don't understand how practical you would outlaw fights on a social distance level. But, just I mean, for, for baseball, important to note. Same with basketball. We, you know, as rare as they are, you these guys come off the bench. So, you know, that those are the parts of the conversation that with that, the unions and the leagues are still negotiating. Because um, at the end of the day, guys, and, you know, just for the legal side of it, there is still a liability issue that teams and leagues need to be doing enough to say that they act reasonably under the situation. There's no perfect scenario to make sure all players are going to be perfectly safe. But, you know, based on these rules and how they, you know, even, even having baseball players sit in the stands, that's all part of this risk avoidance liability equation.
4: Dan, always great to talk to you, my friend. I really appreciate your expertise and your knowledge of this because, you know, most people guess, but you know the legal ramifications, and you're the one that told us about the, uh, the, the, uh, the waiver situation with the UFC a couple of weeks ago. Always appreciate your time. Thank you so much for coming on, man. Always a pleasure. Anytime. Dan Lust, everybody. At Sports Law Lust, Lust on Twitter. Yeah.
1: The right detail can bump your wardrobe up a notch. Kick off this year by letting Indochino upgrade your style with customized suits, shirts, chinos, bomber jackets and more without spending a fortune. Indochino clothing is made to your exact measurements and you can customize every detail. Give yourself a style edit that sets the tone for the rest of the year with Indochino. Get $50 off any purchase of 3 dollars or more
0: with promo code STYLE at Indochino.com. That's Indochino.com
2: promo code STYLE.